Scanner School, session number 52. Today we're talking about these Chinese radios that are very popular these days. Come up right now on Scanner School. Welcome to the Scanner School, a podcast dedicated to the scanner radio hobby. Class is about to begin. Here is your host, Phil Lichtenberger. So welcome to Scanner School. My name is Phil Lichtenberger. Scanner School is a podcast that is dedicated to teaching you everything that you need to know about the scanner radio hobby. Today we're talking about these cheap Chinese radios that you can find on eBay and Amazon, and they go by many names. Baofeng, Pofeng, B-Tech, Puxing, uh, Redivis, Rugged Radios, TYT, Wuxun. I mean, they're all kind of the same with a different name. But before we get into these Chinese radios, I want to take a minute to say this podcast is sponsored by my paging company, East Coast pagers.com now east coast pagers is a unication apollo and swiss phone dealer serving the u.s market from one-way numeric and alphanumeric pagers to the voice and p25 pagers popular with today's firefighters we've got you and your department covered so all g1 pagers ordered through east coast pagers ship with a spare set of 10 g batteries and a spare spare bell clip all G4s, G5s, and Swiss phone pagers all ship with spare bell clips. Uh, all the fire pagers ship, the G1s, the G4s, the G5s, and the Swiss phones S-Quad series all ship with complimentary free shipping. So you can contact us online at eastcoastpagers.com. Again, eastcoastpagers.com for your individual or your department needs. Eastcoastpagers.com. And before we get into today's topic, I also want to thank our Patreon supporters, Mark Beebe, Kenneth Fowler, M.T. Bono, James Felling, William Arcand, and Ken Newberry. You guys are awesome. I want to thank you for your continued support. And if anybody else wants to support us on a month-to-month basis, you can do so at Patreon. Uh, we go to scannerschool.com Patreon, and you can support as uh, little as a dollar a month. And if you do the $5 pledge, you'll get the Scanner School podcast as soon as it's available. Usually we publish our podcast to general public on Tuesdays. But as soon as we're done editing and recording, uh, you'll get it as soon as a week early. So we're, we're hoping for a 2019 goal to make this a week early. But right now, it's a couple of days early. So again, I want to thank all of our Patreon supporters for their continued support. And you want to support us, you can go to scannerschool.com slash Patreon or scannerschool.com slash support. Okay, so as we said, these Chinese radios, they're very popular. You can find them all over the place on eBay. You can find them on Amazon. You can find them at individual uh, websites that are out there. And they go by several names. And they're all kind of the same thing with just a different brand name to them. So again, pa- uh, Baofeng, Pofeng, B-Tech, Puxin, Redivis, Rugged Radios, TYT, Wuxon. And I say they're all kind of the same because they all have really the same firmware in it. They had the same programming layout. They had the same annoying uh, speech processor in there that that tells you what the radio is doing. They're all kind of clones of clones of clones of clones. And it's funny too because some of these companies, I remember correctly, um, they kind of like were going after each other for copyright infringement even though they were already cloning something else. So it's it's a little bit of a funny industry, but these radios are very popular. Um now, they're very popular because they're cheap, right? You can buy some of these radios for about $27 U.S. dollars 
on Amazon. And if you're a Prime member, that's $27 delivered to your door for a radio. It's pretty crazy. So with that said, you know, these are $27 radios, or they start at $27. So you get what you pay for. So again, these are two-way radios. They're not scanners, and they're cheap. So you kind of get what you pay for. Now, again, they start at $27 US dollars. You can pay $200 for these radios too if you buy a top-of-the-line Chinese radio. So because they're two-way radios, that means you're going to be able to transmit on these radios as well. So please remember that if you're going to buy these, make sure you check out your local government's rules and regulations when it comes to owning and operating these two-way radios. Okay, and we're going to come back on these in a minute because here in the United States, they, they one of the companies kind of got fined a little bit because of this. So again, these are two-way radios, and they're very popular here on the U.S. amateur radio market because, first of all, the price point is... It's pretty damn good. I mean, you know, $27 just to get you in the in the door and start playing around with one of these radios. But it's also popular for people who are looking to substitute their issued, the, the department-issued public safety radio. Um, it's also popular with people who have malicious intent and want to interfere with the public safety services as well. So as I alluded just a minute ago, Earlier this year, the FCC here in the United States stepped in and cited radio importer Amcrest Industries, who also does business here as Baofeng Radio US. And in their filing, the FCC said that the radios that uh, Amcrest were importing violated Part 90 of the FCC rulings. Specifically, that the radios were able to transmit at 4 watts total output when they should have been approved at 1.78 watts max. So if I'm reading it correctly, that's really where um, the ruling comes into play. So even though these radios are capable of transmitting outside of the amateur radio spectrum, they can transmit on U.S. public safety, they can transmit on FRS, MURS, GMRS. Um, from what I'm reading is they kind of got them based on the power output. They've also said that the... Um, uh, Amcrest Industries were in trouble because they marketed the radio uh, with information beyond what the FCC was accepted for. So this kind of shook up the market a little bit here in the States. You know, people were wondering, are these radios going to be illegal? Are these radios going to be something now that we can't own, that we can't buy? Um, and it seems like, you know, um, right now these, these radios are still available on eBay uh, and on Amazon. So it's not really too much of a concern right now as far as not being able to get these things. And, you know, it's not illegal to own the radios. So let's just get that flat out, right? At least here in the United States, you can own one of these legally. And if you're worried about transmitting on one of these radios, if you decide to buy one, have peace of mind here. You can set them up so that they're TX inhibit, you know, a Motorola term. You can turn the transmit on if you set them up one of two ways. There's a offset or a duplex setting in the radio. You can turn that off. And when you turn that off, it basically blocks the transmit side. Or you can set it up so that the offset is outside the transmission range of the radio. So what I kind of do is I, if the radio doesn't support a duplex of off, I'll set it so that it's a positive shift with like 70 megahertz above where I'm currently trying to receive. That immediately sets up the radio so that it can't transmit because it's already outside of the range. Now again, these are two-way radios. 
These aren't scanner radios, but many people are buying them for the scanner radio hobby because they're tiny. They're small. They're disposable. You can give this to you know somebody who's just getting into the hobby and not give them your five hundred dollar or four hundred dollar you know uh, unit in. 436 HP or the SDS 100, just something to get somebody interested. Maybe it'll get them involved with amateur radio or, or whatnot as well. Now, again, I've said before, these are cheap. These are sub $50 radios to get started. And again, I just looked at the uh, at Amazon this morning, $27 for the base entry level uh, radio here. So what, what it is that you get, they're pretty decent. All right, let's put it that way. So they use an SMA connector, typically that's opposite of what's on your scanner. So you won't be able to use your scanner's SMA and probably most of your other two-way radio SMA antennas on this radio. You'll need to buy the reverse style SMA to, to use an aftermarket antenna on the radio. The radios, again, they're pretty cheap. They feel like they're made out of cheap plastic. They're fine for what they are. You know, like I said, they're, they're kind of disposable. If you're kind of worried about giving a radio to somebody and you want to take one with you that's, if it gets dropped in a puddle, if it falls, if it breaks, you're not too worried about it, this is a great radio for that kind of thing as well. Now, again, depending on the radio, the manufacturer, uh, and the firmware in there, it depends on what type of LCD display you have there. Most of the Baofeng radios out there have like a dot matrix style LCD display uh, with several backlight colors, white. I think purple, orange, uh, it can change when you receive something or when you transmit. But you're limited to a six-character alpha tag. Now, a six-character alpha tag is really will give you three uh, digits to the left of the decimal place and three to the right. And again, if it's used for amateur radio, six spaces in a call sign. So alpha tagging it can get a little bit creative in the radio. So what I typically do here is I'll use our battalion's um, designation when I program something. So, again, my local fire department is in the 6th Battalion, and they go by the designator 660. So what I'll do is, if I'm going to use it as a scanner, I'll do 660-DSP for you know North Massapequa Dispatch, or 660-OPS for their operations, or FGD for fire ground, or something like that, so that... I can quickly tell what it is. Now, it does take you know a little bit of time to memorize what uh, what it is. You know, to, I have to memorize the numbers to the department name, but it also helps me save on alphabet soup, like B L T R S or or B L L T for Belrose Terrace. You know, it gets a little bit difficult when you try to uh, to start truncating names. Uh, when it comes to like NYPD, I'll just put the precinct in there. You know, one six nine or M T N. Something like that that you know I can I can I can really understand what it is with only six characters. Um, these units also will support PL and DPL. Now again, it depends on the flavor of the radio you're using, and sometimes too you'll also be able to support two frequency receiving at one time, which is really cool. So you have a top and a bottom VFO, an A band and a B band, and if the radio is just sitting there on the frequency, you can listen to both the A and the B. Uh, frequencies you have programmed in there. However, if you put the radio into scan mode, you've now muted out the second receive frequency and it's only going to monitor and scan what's on the scan list or whatever bank is scanning, whether it's the A side or the B side. Now again, banks. There are no banks in this radio. It's just one giant scan list. And you can't modify or lock channels out 
at least from the radios that I'm using, you can't do it without plugging into the computer and setting up the, uh, the scan list, the avoid channels ahead of time. These are also extremely, extremely slow when it comes to scanning. We're looking like three channels a second. And I just went on Radio Reference. I went to the wiki page, and I looked at the, ba the Baofeng UV5R, and somebody did the math. It's close to like 29.6 seconds to scan 100 channels. That is painfully slow, painfully slow. So if you're going to use one of these radios to scan maybe five frequencies, maybe 10 frequencies, you'll be okay. But if you want to do the entire list of what you have programmed in that scanner or in that radio, typically 128 channels, that is a long time, a long time to go through from zero all the way up to the end and back down around again. Right, looking at 45 seconds of scan time. So that's pretty crazy. Now, again, I said 128 channels. 128 channels is, is uh, again, on the Baofeng UV5R. The cheaper scanners seem to have 128 channels uh, that you can program into it. The more expensive radios, the more higher end uh, of these types of radios will do like 1,000 channels. So, again, a lot of this also depends on the type of radio that you buy. So you can program this radio using the keypad, which is really nice and, and you know not really the most elegant thing to do. But you can do it with the computer. And there's a free piece of software out there called Chirp, and I've been using Chirp for a very long time. If you want to try Chirp, you can go to uh, scannerschool.com slash Chirp, and it will redirect you right to the Chirp website where you can download it. Chirp is great because it works on Mac, works on Linux, and it works on Windows. It also supports several types of radio manufacturers, from these cheap Chinese manufacturers to Kenwood, Yesu, Icom, uh, Anytone, and several other types of radio manufacturers out there. So it's kind of a Swiss army knife of radio programming. And a lot of times you can find out that you can substitute your uh, commercial version of programming with Chirp. Now, Chirp is an open source, and it's a community-driven software, so it may be a little bit buggy at time, but again, you get what you pay for. It's free software. It's got a great user community, and I would recommend using Chirp to program up one of these radios. So the typical band split, too, on these Chinese radios are not made for scanning. It's made for transmitting, right? So you'll be able to receive the FM broadcast band, but you also have a frequency split of about 136 to 174 megahertz, at least here in the States, and also from 400 to 520 megahertz. Uh, again, depending on the firmware, the model number you create, uh, you purchase. And also, you may be able to open up the band split by using special key sequences or using the firmware. Now, one of the very first uh, cheap Chinese radios I played around with was a, uh, a Puxon radio. It was a single band unit, and for what I paid for at the time, it was about 75 bucks. Now, again, $75, it was, these were when they were first come on the market. It was a single band radio. Today, you can buy a dual band radio for a fraction of that cost. But I was able to increase the lower and upper frequency range by using a key sequence on the radio. So, again, that's kind of, you know, fudging things a bit when it comes to the United States and the FCC. Uh, also, too, you can buy these in tri-bander models as well. That will add the 220 band split uh, on, on the hand band. So typically, you can go from 222 to 225.9. Um, so if you're looking to get into one and a quarter wave amateur radio, this is a great opportunity for you to do so for a very low price. 
So typically, what do you get in a box when you buy one of these cheap Chinese radios? Well, you'll get a really crappy manual. Um, at least it comes with the manual, but it is definitely translated from another language. So you kind of have to read the manual and read between the lines a little bit and figure out exactly how this works. You'll get, obviously, you'll get the radio. You'll get a battery. You'll get a desktop charger. And typically, you'll get a lanyard with it as well. There's also kits that are available that will allow you to uh, get the programming cable and maybe even a microphone or an ear uh, piece too to listen to it. Now again, the Baofeng radios, the cheaper versions are $27 on Amazon. The programming cable is about $25. Sometimes you buy as a kit, you can get it all together. Um, the software is free if you're using Chirp. And uh, if you have a Kenwood radio, if you have a Kenwood HT that you're currently using, it's typically the same programming cable. And again, these Chinese radios are clones of clones. So if you have a, a B-Tech or a, a Wuxun, Palfeng, uh, they all use the same programming cable as well. Now, personally, every time I go to program on these radios, they kind, of, uh, they kind of kick me in the butt a little bit. They're always a little bit touchy and, and finicky about how the programming goes in. Um, I've had them too where I went to go program a radio with a cable that I knew worked with every other radio I used. For some reason, this cable just did not work on this particular radio. I went out and bought a new one on eBay, and then all of a sudden it works fine. So um, they are a little bit iffy. Again, you're going to get what you pay for. You're going to get a $27 um, radio that's going to work like a $27 radio if you buy the cheap versions of these things. But again, don't let that turn you off. I have several flavors of these $27 radios. I have the earlier Baofeng. I have the newer version of the Baofeng. They're the same. They work. And I do enjoy using them. Again, they're analog only. They're not going to do trunking. They're not going to do P25. They're not going to do DMR. They're not going to do EDAX, right? They're going to be straight analog radios. You can buy a more expensive version of these Chinese radios that will add DMR. And those are also very popular with the amateur radio market for those looking to get into the uh, the DMR experience without forking over $100 on a commercial DMR radio or one of these higher-end $100 radios uh, from, from uh, Yesu or another manufacturer as well. So these are good ways to at least get your feet wet and get into some other new part of the hobby without sinking a couple hundred dollars and finding out this just isn't something for you. So one tip I do have for you is when it comes to programming these radios using Chirp. Chirp needs a baseline. It needs something to refer back to when it comes to programming your, your particular radio because there's many different versions of radio on the, on the market, and the firmware could change you know, from time to time as well. So what you want to do is the first time you hook up your radio is you want to download the existing default programming. This will give you a baseline in Chirp on how to program the radio. You can then save that baseline, and if you ever mess up the radio or you, you brick it or something like that, at least you'll have something default to load back into the radio. But take this default programming, save it, save a copy, then open it and start modifying the programming using Chirp. You can import a CSV file. You can copy and paste. You can also import from other online databases such as Radio Reference, or uh, repeater book or repeater directory, I believe, is what you can import as well. Uh, there's also some some standard frequencies that you can bring in, such as GMRS, FRS, MERS, uh, NOAA Weather Radio as well. So there are some standard templates that you can use to get the radio programmed and get it set up right away. 
Again, then once you have that done, you then plug the radio back in, you follow the directions in Chirp, you upload to the radio, and the radio should be ready to go and operate. So if you're interested in purchasing one of these Chinese radios, uh, again, the flavor that I like, I like the Baofeng, uh, the UV5R, or there's uh, some upper or newer versions of those that are out there. I will link to those on our website at scannerschool.com session 52. Now, if you use those links to buy these Chinese radios, you'll be helping Scanner School out because these will be affiliate links. So again, go to scannerschool.com session 52. Use the links in our show notes for the radio that you're interested in, and that will take you over to Amazon where you can actually purchase a radio. When you purchase a radio from Amazon, we'll make a small commission on the affiliate sale. Very easy. Doesn't cost you anything extra. And uh, it works for anything you buy on Amazon as well. So if you're going to buy, I don't know, a carton of eggs or, or ping pong balls or, you know, uh, a pair of jeans, you can use our links uh, at scannerschool.com support. And that's a great way to help support the podcast as well. So that's it for this episode. I want to thank you all for listening. If you're going to be in the New York area, uh, January 5th, I'm giving a free course at Ham Radio University. That's January 5th, 2019 at uh, Long Island University. If you're interested, check out hamradiouniversity.org for the schedule. Again, I'll be there at 9 a.m. for our first course. It's a 50-minute form, and I'll hang around. I'll I'll answer some questions after I'm done giving the form. But until then, I want to thank you all for subscribing to the podcast. If you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and pull your smartphone out of your pocket right now and click that subscribe button so that next week's podcast is automatically delivered to your device. If you're not a smartphone user and you prefer to use the website, you can continue to listen to the podcast using our website, scannerschool.com, or you can use a third party like Overcast. And you can subscribe to our podcast that way. And that's a whole web-based interface to do that. We're also available on iHeartRadio and Alexa. So if you use one of those devices, you can listen to the podcast using that as well. And if you want a reminder of when the new podcast is available, sign up for our email list. Just go right to scannerschool.com. And there's a sign-up form right there on the very first page on the right-hand side on how to subscribe to our email newsletter. And we'll let you know weekly when the new podcast comes out. So until next week, I want to say thank you so much for your continued support and listening to the podcast. Can't believe that 2018 is now under wraps and our first year of Scanner School will be completed next week. So stick around for that session and we look forward to having a wonderful 2019 with you. I want to thank you all so much for being there and uh, we'll talk next week. So from Scanner School... I want to say thank you very much and enjoy and have a Merry Christmas. I don't catch you all next week. 73 more. Thanks for listening to the Scanner School podcast. Be sure to visit www.scannerschool.com to access the show notes and bonus content.